0: Hey everyone, this is Kristen Sandy Bitten from The Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing rising artists, and as always, as I always say, we've got a great show for you, because you know what? Every artist deserves that. And today, like no other, we've got Jennifer Lott, who's really rising. She's got some really good things going, and we're excited to talk with her. Jennifer, are you here?
1: Yes, I am. How are you?
0: Doing good, and yourself?
1: Oh, I'm doing wonderful. This,
0: all through all this mess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, through this crazy time. <laughs> yes. um, I'm pretty good. How are you guys?
0: <clears throat> oh, we're doing good.
1: Good. I'm glad.
0: Well, yeah, one one good thing is, you know, we do a lot of side gigs and stuff to help stay float while we build yes, our we you know, country media brand. And because of the type of stuff we do, it's considered mm-hmm. essential. So we still have right. some income coming in. <laughs> Thank God. Well
2: that's good. Yeah definitely. Glad to be able to still work during this time. Yes.
1: Yeah, you're one of the lucky one of the lucky ones I would say. Um, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: So let's start with a little fun. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, a little brief overview about you, and tell us a few hobbies you'd like to do outside of music.
1: Okay. Um, Well, my name is Jennifer Malott. I am 24 years old, and I live in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I've been a singer and a dancer my whole life. Um, (laughs) I've grown up on the stage. I just love to perform, um, whether it's singing or dancing. Um, It's just been my life ever since I can remember. Um, I would say that my hobbies are um, I love to read I love to sew. I love songwriting. That's not really that's part of my you know, career as well. But mm. um and I love animals <laughs> and I also love to costume design and um mm. I guess that goes hand in hand with sewing because I'm I feel like I'm a very crafty person. I just love to make things and um right now I'm actually making <laughs> masks. I know it's like a crazy oh, wow. time yeah, I heard right about now. That. Oh awesome. I'm, I'm making some masks for you know family and friends and you know people who are who just have been like reaching out and things like that some of my fans when you know they can't get masks in their area I, I mm-hmm. sent them some I mean they're not mm-hmm. N95 masks by any means mm-hmm. but I feel like yeah. some protection helps so oh uh,
3: yes it you helps. know yeah. I just
1: love to sew so that kind of helps
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so what made
0: you come up with that idea to just in that away is that just your nature that you just seem to want to help everybody like that.
1: I I I think so. Um, I've always I feel like I've always been that person that really feels for people mm-hmm. from all over the world who's ever going through any. Um, I have a lot of mm-hmm. friends in the the uh, you know health like doctors and nurses and they're mm-hmm. kind of struggling mm-hmm. right now um, with getting masks and everything like that. So um, I just also saw a huge impact through uh, social networking that people were making masks for all of these mm-hmm. nurses and, you know, they were putting them on top of their higher quality masks. So uh, I was like, wow, that's a really good idea. And considering, you know, the fact that, um, you know, you kind of have to wear a mask right now. Um, yeah. What better way to use all my mm-hmm. fabric? <laughs> so I decided to do that yeah. and ordered some elastic on Amazon. So. <laughs> oh
0: wow, that's really awesome. So, that is um, awesome. What's something quirky about you?
1: Oh goodness, um, quirky. <laughs> I would say. I like that.
0: We like to have a little fun before we really get deep. So. <laughs> yeah, I like that.
1: I like that. Um, I am a left-handed person i am also a left-handed guitarist so my guitar is left so when people cover like want to play my guitar it's kind of hard (laughs) because i play um i have a library in my room i love to read Um, oh that's awesome i i have like two two or three bookshelves full of books i just i like to read a lot when i want to relax and things like that and um Mm -hmm. I have a lot of animals, pets. Um, I have some <laughs> birds. I know that's a little quirky. <laughs> but I, I just too. love animals. Huh?
0: It's a little chirpy, too.
1: Yeah, a little chirpy, yeah. <laughs> got a couple uh, crazy birds, so, and they're talking back at me and stuff like that. So <laughs> they do talk. Oh, cool. <laughs> so that's kind of fun. <clears throat>
0: So what age did you get that bug to be on stage? I mean, what what, what was that moment where you were like, this is what I want to do?
1: Oh, wow. Um, Well, I would say I really got um, into dancing and singing when I was really little. Um, I was Mm -hmm. going to dance competitions from a friend, I believe, and I just saw these people on stage, and I was like, wow, I really want to try that. (laughs) So um, oh, wow. throughout my whole career, as you know, I would say from eight years old to 18, um, mm-hmm. I really focused mm-hmm. on dancing. I was a, oh, wow. uh, I was a competitive dancer um, through all those times, as well as singing, competing in, you know, mm-hmm. fairs, uh, competitions, nationals, things like that. But I would say career wise, about three years ago, I really um, decided that I wanted to do my music professionally. Mm -hmm. And one of Mm -hmm. the biggest moments for me when I decided that, wow, I really want to do this with my life was actually when I was, uh, I think I was like 14 or 15, I got the opportunity to audition for Circle of Lights. And it's this thing in Mm -hmm. Indianapolis where they set – a big tree, they light it up, and there's mm-hmm. a big performance. And there's over 100,000 people gather in the circle. Um, it's like the the heart of Indianapolis. So as a dancer, and I was at uh, Extreme Rhythm Project. It was like a pre-professional tap company. And we mm-hmm. actually got mm-hmm. in, and we performed live to over 100,000 oh, wow. people. And oh, it's wow. kind of like when you're at that moment and you're walking on stage, Mm -hmm. you kind of would feel, you know, super nervous or Mm -hmm. like you'd have butterflies. But I felt so um, calm and I felt like I was home. Like I can't really explain it any (laughs) other way. I just was like, oh, my gosh, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Whether it was dancing or singing, like just entertaining people on the stage, I was just Mm -hmm. blown away by the feeling I had. It was like electrifying. Um, (laughs) and I was like, wow, I would love, I would love to do this for the rest of my life. And, um, you know, I really got into my career about three years ago. Um, I Mm. was in a group called the Indie Dazzlers, which is um, a group of me and then three other girls.
2: And we had
1: the opportunity to go to Nashville, Tennessee, um, and Mm -hmm. perform on a Nashville TV show. And that was, like, one of (laughs) the first times I've ever been to Nashville. So Mm -hmm. that opportunity led me to pursue my own career. Um, I met a producer there. Her name was Jonelle Polanski. Um, Mm -hmm. And I met her because she was actually um, a part of the uh, (coughs) – whole Nashville TV show so that's how I met mm. her and that was the first time that she's like hey I would love for you to come in and record a song like would you like to try it and I was <laughs> oh, so <well>. nervous
3: <laughs> I was like
1: what what so I took a leap of faith and I decided you know what I'm going to try it out and
2: mm. I
1: did and I got the um mm. Oh, my gosh. It just kind of overcame me, and I was just, Mm -hmm. like, so (laughs) in love with it. I decided, like, I want to do this forever. So (laughs) that was kind of my first, like, hard-hitting moment in my, like, career that I was like, I want to do this. So I know that was a very long. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about the
0: stage fright and all that, the, the nervousness. Right. You know, I, I went the opposite way. Um, I remember about 15 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that, um, I got asked to speak. It was only for five minutes now. Never spoke before. Uh, but it was supposed to be right. for five minutes, just a little five-minute little thing. I mean, it was even part of my story, so I, sh- I should nail this. You know, I should be okay. Right. Even mm-hmm. though I've never spoke before. Two <laughs> things I learned that you never do if you're speaking. One is don't change what you're going to say the day of. Yeah. Learn. A- <laughs> um, num- <laughs> number two is don't have your first time speaking in front of 250 business people.
1: Oh no. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Uh, and Sandy was on the front row. I get up there <coughs> oh, and I've got, I've got my notes in my hand and uh-huh. they, and I can't read them. They're shaking. Um, right. So I'm thinking, yeah. okay, I'll put it on the podium. Problem is problem uh-huh. was to my stomach. So I couldn't oh, no, see him.
3: Yeah.
0: So I'm trying to speak. My mouth is opening, but nothing's mm-hmm. coming out.
3: Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> and Sandy right. was on that front row like she told me later she was freaky because she couldn't do nothing. She didn't know what to do and and I'm right. like, "Oh yeah, I was coming. really scared."
2: For him. It was the o- it was
0: bad. The exactly.
2: only thing
0: I could think of at that moment was, if I walk off the stage, I'll probably never do anything in front of people again. I knew I had to battle. That that was a battle I had to Mm -hmm. fight through. And I remember
1: about
0: about two minutes in, I mean, we're talking, these people had to suffer with me for two minutes. (laughs) And I finally said, Mm -hmm. okay, if y'all get nothing else out of this, at least you get a good laugh. Everybody laughed. I was able to breathe, right. and I nailed the rest. And, yeah, that's <laughs> great. And so, yeah, when you're ta- I, you know, I, I
1: feel like. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: So I was saying. So I was saying, all went the opposite with you, where you were like, you got on fr- from a stage, and and you were like, wow. Now, granted, I've always known I'm supposed to speak. I just never knew it would mm-hmm. be in the way we're doing it now. But hey, you know, wherever God leads, that's where we're going. <laughs>
1: right. Well, I feel like right. um, honestly, I feel like it honestly depends on what you're doing on stage. Um, mm-hmm. when it yeah. comes to speaking, it is very difficult. I mean, I was I was lucky enough to take a uh speaking class in high school, so that oh, did wow. help, but at first, <coughs> man, I got mm-hmm. so nervous speaking. Now, with <laughs> dancing and singing, it was completely different to me. Different. I don't I don't really know why but uh, when I was dancing on stage like of course mm-hmm. I would get nervous but like once you just like take that step when you walk on stage even in you know singing and yeah. dancing when so you, you, get you finally zone. walk up and the music starts you're like good you know it just it's just getting to that it's the anticipation yeah. <laughs> so I feel like speaking is uh, very difficult but well, um, well, that's just like with this show
0: you know before it starts, Sandy, I'll tell you, every every morning I start getting queasy in the tummy. Even though we've done now, you're our 57th show that we've done this year.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. And, that's but amazing. I get
0: nervous, and it don't matter who's coming on. I'm just nervous as can be. And it's like – and the, but once the show go, does the countdown that you heard, the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, then it's like, okay, I'm in a zone. Let's go. Right.
1: <laughs> exactly. But that's also – and that also shows, like, to yourself that you really do want to do this because, you know, the whole there's a quote that's like, you know, whatever scares you, you should do that. You should pursue that yeah. because that's what makes you stronger. That's what makes you learn more. I firmly believe in that because, you know, the first Definitely. couple of times that you're a singer and you go up on stage, you know, you feel like mm-hmm. super nervous. You know, you're like, oh, my gosh, what am I getting myself (laughs) into, you know, when it's a big crowd or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, you get through that. You get through that hurdle. You perform um, multiple times, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, this rocks. I love this. So you just have to get to that (laughs) point, you know. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And,
0: and you know, a a public speaker friend of mine who's spoken in front of 20-plus thousand people mm -hmm. at a time. Told me one oh, time, wow. I, he, he said he still gets butterflies before he goes on stage. And he said, course, he said the yeah. day the day I don't get them is the day I quit. Yeah. Because these I, lives I, are in my hands, yeah. and mm-hmm. if I don't have that passion to want to do it the best I can, then it's time to quit.
1: Exactly. The reason why you get the nerves and you get all those butterflies is because you do care. You care about. Mm-hmm impacting others and you care about you know helping other people get through their things in life that's that's a really big uh thing with me with my singing Mm -hmm. and my performing is you know I really want to help people get through Mm -hmm. whether it's their difficult times in life or Mm -hmm. through their best times in life you know like yeah. I want to be a part of that. I want to. I want people to feel happy when they listen to my song or if it's a song that's more somber or, you know, a relationship mm-hmm. song or whatever, I want them to be able to connect to my music um, that mm-hmm. way because I know that and music's throughout that powerful. my life. Huh? I'm sorry. And, and music is that powerful. It is. It is. It's really powerful and <clears throat> it shapes you you know whether Mm -hmm. you're you know a little kid or you're a grown adult you know knowing that someone else understands you to that level Mm -hmm. um even though you don't know that person it it really (laughs) you really can connect to that and I firmly believe in that
0: and see Sandy actually has a story of how music saved her back in high school yeah yeah, tell
2: me yes I was bullied a lot in high school and had a mm-hmm. lot of anxiety during that time period. And, and just listening to music was really what helped me get through that very rough time in life. So, and the music was very healing.
1: Exactly. I, I, I agree too. I mean, when I was, um, you know, in grade school, middle school, that kind of thing, I also mm-hmm. went through things like that. And, um, you know, you get these playlists of songs that help you really understand what you're going through too. Like
2: mm-hmm. there's yes. people
1: in the world that have put these songs out for you, you know? Like
2: that's right. This is like yeah.
1: it's like therapy. Like I believe it that. is I, I firmly <laughs> oh, believe yeah, that. Yeah. And, yeah. and you so, as a and, and
0: and you as a songwriter, it's even more powerful for you because You're writing these songs from your heart, so when you get out there and you perform, your ego and your pride and all that's on the line because you have to be vulnerable to that crowd. I mean, yeah, you can still be vulnerable with other people's songs, but there's a special kind of vulnerability that comes with writing your own songs and then singing them.
1: Exactly. It's very raw. It's a feeling that's like, oh my gosh, I hope people (laughs) can accept the way that, I'm feeling, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. or what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to portray to people because I feel like it's super important to be able to, you know, put a song out that can connect people Mm -hmm. from all Mm -hmm. over the world, you know, there's, you know, we are the world or, you
3: know,
1: Mm -hmm. um, things (laughs) like that. It's just like, it it gives this feeling of peace and it gives this Mm -hmm. feeling of like, wow, someone does understand me or things like that so i that's what i strive for
0: and you see our show's a little different than most out there because we like to have like a dialogue with artists we want to get yeah i want to learn about your music as we grow but my goal is to learn about you as a person because i think that's the most important part as an artist it's not about the music it's about the person
1: i appreciate that i really do i mean i I, I like I like talking to people, so, you know, it's like a friendship. <laughs> I, I
3: love that. <laughs> and,
0: that's, yes. and, and you know, when, when we're done with this, that's how we want the people to feel. Is when they leave our show, we want them to feel like, you know mm-hmm. what, I just talked to a couple friends. We had a conversation, yeah. and we just had people listen over on our conversation.
3: That, that's right, really right. the
0: goal of this. It's not like an interview per se. I mean, I, I know – and again – other hosts. They do a great job at what they do, but there's only so much you can do in 15 minutes. That's why we do sixty, seventy 60, 70 minutes, whatever it takes for the artist to really share what's on their heart.
1: Right. I really like having a conversation. I think it's really, really great.
0: So when you look back right now on your career so far, what are some moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that?
1: Oh, wow. Um... Well, I would say when I first started my professional music career, um like mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, I got to perform at um in Nashville, Tennessee um for a national TV show and I got to <clears throat> perform some of my music and you know it would go on TV throughout Nashville, Tennessee and everything and Um, I thought that was a really cool experience, and it was actually one of my first experiences. So um, that really kind of hit hard in my career. I was like, wow, like, I got to do that? That's really (laughs) awesome. (laughs) And then the first time that I was able to perform around town during, you know, CMA Fest, um, Mm -hmm. I – was extremely nervous because, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're in Nashville, Tennessee, it's the heart of music, right? It's this place that Mm -hmm. everyone flocks to so they can, you know, listen to all these incredible artists and performers. So the first time I was able to do that, um, I performed at three or four different places, um, you know, down in – at Music Row or um, Opry and Mall. I got to perform there. Um, Just a bunch of different bars and places like that. Like, I was like, wow, like, this is what people do (laughs) for
3: their careers, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, this is what
1: I'm able to do. And um, Mm -hmm. meeting a bunch of different artists as well was super amazing. And connecting to different indie artists, too. You know, there's such a... Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. big group of people that are indie artists like me and there's people that um you know not not only perform in Nashville but also around the world so to be able to connect to people I think is really a really cool feeling and um Mm -hmm. I would say also one of my biggest um things in my life actually happened last year and um -hmm. I was um a part of ISSA, so I'm a part of it right now, mm-hmm. but it's the International mm-hmm. Singers Songwriter Association, and yeah. um, it's a award um, in August in Atlanta, Georgia. And all these indie artists come together and we, you know, talk, we get to speak to each other, and we get to perform and everything like that. And I was awarded Rising Star of the Year, and I would say that oh, wow. was kind of my biggest. Um, <laughs> moment in my life because Uh I was like, wow, like through these years that I've been, um, really, really Mm -hmm. focused on my career, it kind of gave me a sense of, okay, I'm, I'm doing something right. You know, (laughs) um, I'm able to Mm -hmm. really understand what's going on with my career. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) that moment to me, like the fact that, you know, some of my fans voted for me and, things like that as well as
3: mm-hmm. judges
1: from all over the world like to my music and decided on you know that kind of thing I was just like mm-hmm. super super excited and super happy with everything and I just loved connecting to people from all over the world so that's mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest moments in my that career is... I would say so far <laughs> I was super happy. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> that is really awesome and when we get to this point, I always like to, as they say, flip the script. Um, I like to go the other way now because I think where a lot of people, a lot of fans, they, you, know, you're, you're, you go on different shows, and you, and you talk about the highlights. But shows normally don't let you go for the low times, <clears throat> and that's where I want to go here next. And I'm going to okay. lead into this with where I want it to go. Um, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steele Girls back in 2014. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions I asked her, and at that time they were full-time with music. And one of the questions I asked her back then was, what advice would you give an up-and-coming artist? And she mm-hmm. said, this is going to sound funny coming from an artist who's full-time. She goes, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, go do that and just keep music as a hobby. She goes, the sacrifices we have to make, the mask that we have to wear, no pun intended here, but, <laughs> but the mask that we have to wear, um, if a yeah. death happens you know, today and we got a gig tonight, we got to get on that stage and smile like that didn't happen. If the audience wants to hear a song that reminds us of uh, that person who just passed away, we have to sing it. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, we, she said when, once you go full time, it's a game changer because even though it's our passion, it's also a job now. So because of that, and then she said, our families have to sacrifice. It's not just me and my daughter as an artist, but our whole family has to sacrifice. The rejection we we have to go through with all this. So that's kind of where I want to go with this next segment is um, tell us what you think of what she said. And she also did add, she said, but if your heart won't allow you to do anything outside of music, then go all in because it's the only way you have a chance anyway. And that's kind of where I want to go with this next part is, you know, tell us what you think about what she said and your thoughts and some of the struggles and sacrifices you've had to make.
1: Okay. Um, well, I would say before you really dive into your music career, you really have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Um, it's it's a job. It's also an education Um, it's, it's a lot, you know, and I would say you have to be completely passionate about your job because you don't want to work a day in your life, right? You want to be able to be a part Mm -hmm. of something that you really love. And I would say I've been really fortunate to be able to pursue my music career and my dancing. And, um, I guess dancing is not really considered my singing career, but I've, mm-hmm. been, I've been wanting to intertwine them. You know, I did a song called Different Drummer where um, I used my tapping, tap dancing, I should say, along with yeah. my music, and I intertwined them. And um, yeah. I would just say entertaining in general is my passion. I love to sing mm-hmm. to people. Yeah. I love to dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the art. So I I agree with her. Um I definitely would say you have to be in treated as a job, treated treat as like an education because you learn so much. You learn mm-hmm. so many different things that you had no idea had anything to do with it, you know. You don't become yeah. a star overnight. It's not, you don't really like that. You have to treat every <laughs> single day <laughs> um you have to just really focus Um, I would say um, I've been really fortunate to have a really close inner circle Um, Mm -hmm. my promoter Ron Campbell he has helped me in so many ways he has so much knowledge he's taught me so many things Um, you know you you just don't really know what you're really getting yourself into until you do you know when you take that leap of faith um, you Mm -hmm. just have to have a group of people that really genuinely care for you and people that have your best interests at heart. You know, um, Tammany Dove, she's really, Mm -hmm. really helped me. Um, She's the founder of ISSA. And when you are a part of it, you know, she really um, gives you a lot of knowledge. If you have any questions on anything, whether it's your, you know, business side or, um, you know, your music side, um, she Mm -hmm. really has helped me um, shape my business, shape um how I view things too and um mm-hmm. you know I'm just I'm just really lucky I would say to be able to have these types of people in my life. And yeah. I'm really grateful for my producer, um uh, Mike Champlin. Um he's he's my producer in Indianapolis and he has just um really helped me get comfortable with my music. Um mm-hmm. I wouldn't say comfortable. I would say he makes me <laughs> feel comfortable, but he yeah, tests so my that. pushes me to new uh heights and things like that as well. so I would just say for any <clears throat> indie artist that to be an indie artist or wants to be pursuing their career, I would just say, you know, find people that can really um genuinely help you um mm-hmm. because there are things that you can fall into very easily. Um, you can be misled, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've just been really fortunate with that. And, um, you know, it's a job, but it's also your life. It's your, your, your whole, your whole music career is supposed to make you feel incredible. And
2: through Mm -hmm. all of
1: the work, um, that has to go along with it. It's also your dreams and your passions that, really take form, I would say. I know that's a very complicated thing, but um, (laughs) when I'm able to finally be on that stage, um, Mm -hmm. it's worth it to me. I I love performing, and I love speaking to my fans and everything (laughs) like that.
0: And you know a lot of what you're saying, too, um,
3: like, oh,
0: man, Later in the show, which, of course, you kind of answered this already, one of the things I always let artists do is tell me about the team around you because I think a lot of times fans don't – they see the artists and they don't realize that for the artists to do what they do, they have have to have the team to perform to what they do. And I'm glad that you kind of already brought all that up because um, that would have been one of the questions later. Um, but we've already hit oh. that now. And, and I'm also yeah. glad that you're going there that this is a job because
3: mm-hmm.
0: I, I really hate when I see on Facebook where people post, you know, artists just need to get a real job. And I want to mm-hmm. slap them sometimes, to be honest with you. And I've told people, don't artists to get a real job because they got something better. They have a passion to live for. And right. mm-hmm. I think a lot of people miss that about the a passion versus a job. I've got friends of mine, and I always tell this story because I want parents to hear this. I've got mm-hmm. friends of mine who's been in their career for say fifteen years, and I'm not talking about artist career. I'm talking, you know, doctor, lawyer, stuff like that. It's their career where they went right. to all those years of college, and you sit down with some of them, and they're miserable. And you're like, "Well, how can you be miserable? You've got this great life. You've got this, your great family. You've got this great career." And then, uh, and several will stop. You say, "What? Well, that's the problem. The career." Like, what do you mean that's the problem? You went to school for that. And they said, No, I went to school for that for my parents. This was never mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. So now, 15 years later, they're miserable. They're drinking. They're destroying their life, all because their parents wanted them to be that doctor, wanted them to be that lawyer. And it's destroyed their life. Well, because they I didn't say, go after you know, what they wanted.
1: Yeah. I would say that I've just been super lucky to be able to have my family um, because they have supported me ever since I was born, you know, like if I wanted to, (laughs) you know, be in the dance competitive Mm -hmm. competitions and things like that, they made it happen. You know, if I wanted to be able to perform in Nashville, Tennessee, like go for Mm -hmm. it, girl, like that's your dream. (laughs) And um, I would say to the people that, You know, like you mentioned earlier that they're like, you know, get yourself a real job, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't the whole point Mm
3: -hmm.
1: to be able to, you know, create something out of something that you love to be able to Mm -hmm. live off of that, right? Like that is the whole point, right? And to be able to have that be your plan A. When you have a plan B, per se, I feel like, I mean, I've heard It becomes your plan A. if you have it, yeah, if you have a plan b, it you're just gonna fall on to that, you yep, know like exactly i oh, I love it's what it's you're a saying safety net, right, it's a safety net, so
3: mm-hmm.
1: for me, it is music and dan- and my dancing is really all that I'm doing um i yep. I decided that you know <laughs> this is what I want to do with my life, and I have made sacrifices um mm-hmm. throughout my whole life, whether it was like. Mm-hmm not being able to go here or there or Mm -hmm. whatever, right? But at the same time, like, I had all these incredible experiences. I mean, I've I've done a lot of things in my life that um, I feel like some people haven't been given the opportunity. So to make Mm -hmm. those sacrifices, I feel like it was completely worth it. Um, Amen. I think a lot of people don't understand that sometimes, like, if you're not yeah. a entertainer or mm-hmm. if you're not an artist sometimes it's difficult to understand like where we are coming from because <laughs> oh i have a gig at like 7 or 8 or 9 or 10 or 11 or 12 and they're like whoa like why'd i go to <laughs> bed then you know um you know i'm i'm up sometimes at 3 a.m. i mean that's just my life like i just you know, yeah, I'm kind mm-hmm. of nocturnal. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I was on the I was on the phone with Ron fans the other night. Are like, you sleep? <laughs> so, uh,
0: you know, I was on the phone with Rodney the other night till like I think 12:30, and he said he said uh, oh, I still got to call Jennifer.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talk. Um, we talk a lot. We talk um, at midnight, three in the morning. Sometimes it's it's just honestly like you know you're you're an artist right and there's people mm. from all over the world that
3: mm-hmm. support
1: you right so when i have people from tokyo or from you know the uk or from california that like i'm talking to like you know there's yep. different time zones so i i of course <laughs> i get sleep like we all get sleep <laughs> but um i i i don't really i don't really talk to anybody in the morning cuz i'm like super <laughs> <laughs> Drowsy because I, <laughs> I just I sleep in the morning like but um I just I just am really fortunate um uh-huh. I'm really fortunate to be able to do what I love so yeah anyway
0: and, and that's the important <laughs> part because uh you know that's the real right. important part and we get you I think that's what makes us the uh, the great at what we do is because we're chasing a vision that people don't understand just like you are. You know, we have mm-hmm. no backdoor. You know, it, it's we have New Country Media. That's it right now. And, I mean, we do side right. things and stuff to make extra money to keep us flow, mm-hmm. But Outside of that, this is our future. It's New Country Media. So we are like trying to bang this thing out and trying to build this and trying to build this. And and there's so, there are some nights I I'm in tears over.
3: Upset, that it's yeah.
0: going fast as I want it to, and there are some nights right. I'm in tears because I'm like, I can't believe how today is went yeah. in a happy way. You know, that's right, like an yeah, emotional right. roller coaster it's so here. But but we yes, get you, you, you know, because we're chasing the same dream as you are, just on a different mm-hmm. platform, and um
3: exactly. and we go
0: through all the same battles that y'all do, we you know, and all that. So I love mm-hmm. what you're saying because, <clears throat> and because we can totally relate to all that. Oh yeah, right,
3: right.
0: So. At this point we're gonna take I'm a, glad. <laughs> So we're gonna take a small break for a little commercial okay. break and then we will play your one of your songs and then we're gonna talk about that. How's that sound?
2: Sounds perfect.
0: Okay, here we go.
2: Hey everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called the Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at the com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry.
4: Jeans on cowgirl boots sound dress the kill heading under dress
2: Oh, yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Makes you want to get up and move. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goal. (laughs) So how'd that song come together?
1: Oh, wow. Um, I co-wrote with, um, a guy named James Davis. He is a amazing, um, songwriter. And, you know, I, we both had this really great idea and that's how it came about. And, um, I was super blessed to be able to work with him and, you know, I wanted, we wanted to put together a song that was all about, you know, having a night out on the town in my case Uh, with the girls, Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) you know, a big, uh, a big inspiration of me was like, you know, being able to, you know, go down to music row and, you Mm -hmm. know, get together with the girls and have a really good time. So that was kind of the goal to, (laughs) a a vision of mine to uh, be able to put that together and into a song. So he's an amazing songwriter and I was really blessed to work with him. So
0: that's awesome. Now, as you know, granted, um, things are definitely still changing for the good, but as you Mm -hmm. know, when it comes to country radio, it's still difficult for a woman to break through. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I would say, hmm, I would say as as a woman, I would say that you know, all of us. Um, <laughs> wow, this is a really <laughs> difficult question. I would just say that you know we're all in this together. Um, as yep. women, we all support each other too. So, um, I think definitely the goal is for it to be you know, equal. I mean, I think we've seen a couple yeah. of times where it wasn't. Um, I just think we all need to be able to I don't know. It's <laughs> <That's> a very <laughs> difficult question. Um, I think, you know, Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, you know, those types of people really help us indie artists too because yeah, oh, you know, they're they're mm-hmm. fighting for us too. So um it's a difficult topic um but you know we just have to stay together, stick together, and you know that's that
0: and write and write good music because you know what <clears throat> even if you never get played on radio, there are so many more avenues now <clears throat> one day radio's going to have to <clears throat> turn because you know when I do searching for people to come on this show, and right now we're probably of all the artists we brought on um I bet 80% are women that we brought on. So we're actually way over mm-hmm. the other way
3: <laughs>
0: with it. Right. <clears throat> but something I've learned by doing my research is when you look at the independent rising artists, and nothing against the guys because they're great too, but what I've learned is it looks like, at least from my experience, is there's like double the women trying to make it than the men
1: I, from I, what I I've seen. I believe that. I believe that. <clears throat> um and I just think so that it's we harder. need equal, yeah, go ahead. So it's
0: even harder for women because, you know, not only are they like trying to play mostly guys, but then you're double the pot than the men are. You know, it's like, it just makes no uh-huh. sense. I mean, I, I still don't get that, why it's not at least equal.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, as a woman, we need we need to have, you know, equal radio play. Um, I think that's... Mm-hmm extremely important Um, you know you see these really incredible female artists and they're not getting some of the acknowledgement and um, you know some people have done huge amazing Mm -hmm. things and um, to not be acknowledged sometimes is pretty frustrating so um, you know I just think it's in God's hands and I think that Um, you know, the reason why I think Carrie Underwood is so incredible is because, you know, she has been in the business for so long. Um, Mm -hmm. she has been a driving force in you know, the country genre, um, the new country genre too. And Mm -hmm. I just love her, um, Mm -hmm. how she puts forth her faith and her love for God. I think that's extremely important. Mm -hmm. And, um, yep if she doesn't win an award or if she's not acknowledged for an award, you know um it's just she just you know brushes it off and she's like, well, you know it is what it is and mm-hmm. um I just think she's an incredible woman um I know Carrie Underwood is super super popular. I get that, mm. but I just love how she is such a genuine person um yeah. I would love to to meet her one day um <laughs> You know, I, I know there was, like, a few upset about, you know, awards and things like that, um, mm-hmm.
3: but the mm-hmm. way that
1: she loves her music no matter what, and, you yep. know, even Miranda Lambert, too, I think they were both speaking out about equal radio play and things like that. Um, I I really look up to them because they're really strong women and they're, you know, speaking for mm-hmm. the people, like, like me, <laughs> um, <laughs> like the indie artists that are trying. Like yeah. you said, you know, like you're you talk to more women more than men, and um, there is something that's a little interesting about that, you know. So anyway, but I just think I just love her, so I yeah, because I, I think really country uh, music, appreciate her.
0: You know, you know, country music really is about your Loretta Lynns and your Johnny Cash's Your Blake Shelton yeah. and your Carrie Underwood. That's what makes mm-hmm. country music, both sides, you know. Right. And I really believe that <laughs> that both sides have their own way, which makes it so great. And when it's balanced, you have a powerful medium for music.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I agree with that.
0: So because we're a family show, our eight-year-old always likes to ask a question to each artist.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: okay. And um he always gets upset if if there's ever a show. Every now and then a show gets cut short and he don't get his question in. <laughs> but Uh-oh. he gets upset.
3: <laughs> but here, well, let's, yet, he do up. here. <laughs> let's do All it. I'm here. All right, he
2: is ready to ask his question. Here's Christopher. Thank you for what's your favorite food?
1: My favorite food?
2: Oh wow. Um
1: Hmm. That's hard hard um i love (laughs) italian food um i like my chicken alfredo my chicken parmesan breadsticks but on the other side i love chocolate um chocolate is amazing we actually have a really cute ice cream um placed over by my uh, where i live and they have this ice cream called sticky chewy chocolate and it's just it's just a really, really chocolatey ice cream, and it's probably my favorite. So,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and sweet tea, sweet tea is amazing. That's a drink, though. <laughs> what's your What's yours, Locris? Chris? Uh, pizza, pizza. Oh yeah, well, pizza. Everybody loves pizza. I love pizza too. <laughs> can I like eat a uh, morning barbecue yes. chicken. Okay, pizza. Bye. that's good.
3: Okay, <laughs> He's already good. She's like, I'm <laughs> and, and, goes, and we got butt. a
0: one-year-old daughter So when she gets a little older We'll insert her into the show too <laughs>
2: Oh, okay, oh, yes. cool We love it being a family show Yeah, that's amazing that's why,
0: That was the reason why we called it The Chris and Sandy Show So we can keep it a family name and all that
2: Right, right yes.
0: <clears throat> So if you could co-write with anyone Dead or Alive Who would it be, and what would you want to write about?
1: Hmm. Um, I would say Lady Gaga, and I know that's kind of like uh... a, whoa, that's that's interesting. Um, I would say Lady Gaga because she has done so many things in her career, whether it's through the pop genre or, you know, mm-hmm. she, she was in some mm-hmm. country, you know, she just was recently in the movie, A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper. Um, I would oh, love yes. to co-write yeah. with her because she just has a way with words. Um, mm-hmm. I just really, really mm-hmm. look up to her and she, she kind of, how do I explain it? She's she kind <laughs> of encapsulates what I'm trying to bring The table. Mm -hmm. um, In some ways, she just has a way of like really pulling at your heartstrings. Um, I I would definitely say, though, you know, of course, a love song would be a really cool (laughs) uh, thing to to write with her. But I also Mm -hmm. think I would want to write a song that's empowerment uh, related. So, you know, her "Born This Way" song, how huge, um, incredibly. Amazing that song was mm-hmm. like just a very powerful um song that that just like brings people, lifts people up. I want a song yeah. like that. If I could co write with her, mm-hmm. I mean wow. That would just be that would, whew, I would be So, so since so, you really um, look up
0: you know, since you really look up to her I always yeah. like to add this in there. If she was in front of you right now, what would be your first question?
1: Oh wow. Um. Hmm. Well, I know she has spoken a lot about her career. Um, you know, what she has gone through, things like that. I would I would like to know, you know, what is something that inspires her? Um,
4: you oh, know, what one. is
1: something where where is something, where is a place that you go that you reflect or whether it's a memory or if it's like a place, like where something that um I don't know, like where where does she go to get all these <laughs> incredible ideas of hers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but That's wow. Cool. I just think she's a really cool person too. Yeah. So um question I'm about to
0: ask, I'll ask it and, I'm, and then I'll explain why I'm asking it okay. in the way I'm asking it <clears throat> because uh, It's kind of a two-part thing Um, If if you had a magic wand And what you're about to say Would come true Where would you want to be In five years And here's why I'm asking it that way For two reasons One is I really don't want the answer That some people would give I just want to play music I want the Mm deep-rooted answer In people The vision that they have Number two we asked that same question um, five years ago. This Feb, Speedway this made five years that we asked that same question to Kelsey Ballerini.
3: Oh, and my goodness. She's,
0: and she's living, I mean, almost to the T of what she told us. Oh, wow. That's, that's the power that's of confessing. Amazing. Yeah. And, and remember, at the point, you know, five years ago, she only, I mean, when we interviewed her, she only had a top 30. That was it. That was her her first single was top thirty, so mm-hmm. it wasn't even in, in the number one yet or anything. So she was, and she, st- but yet everything that she told us that she wanted to be in five years, she's living right now, and, and this was five wow. years later. This past February, so that's why I like to answer, ask it that way because I want to get people to dream a little bit to say, you know what, what if, what if it would come true? So where would you be in five years?
1: Oh wow. <laughs> Um, I would say to be a touring artist, um, touring the world, performing to, you know, people from all over the world, um, and inspiring people. Um, I want to be like a well-known songwriter, um, to be able to have people that, um, know my music and, if I go tour to Japan or London Mm -hmm. or anywhere, um, I have people there that know my music um, Mm -hmm. that are singing in the crowds, like how cool and how (laughs) incredible that would be. Um, Mm -hmm. I would definitely say that also I would love to just make a difference. Um, There's so many different things that are going, you know, Obviously, right now we're in the middle of a, you know, virus and things like that, but there's so many things right now that are happening in the world, and I just want to be able to, you know, make a difference. Um, Mm
3: -hmm. I really
1: think charity, I think things like that is really important, too. So if I could make a really big impact in some way um, with things like that, like, I think that would be really rewarding and mm-hmm. um, I just love the feeling it gives me when I can go and help other people out um, yeah. whether it's um, you know going to like children's hospitals or mm-hmm. um, you know I'm a, I'm a part of a bunch of different charities <laughs> um, I just That's love awesome. doing things like that um, mm-hmm. I'm a part of the Down Syndrome Foundation of Indiana, oh, wow. um, I love to perform to them. So if I could do a really, like, co- cool event for them. Um, Riley's Children's Hospital. I'm a part of the Child, which is, like, mm-hmm. more of a local thing. But what we do is two times a year. Um, we, you know, the club that I'm a part of, Sertoma Club, uh, raises money for, um, you know, kids that are more under privileged or people that can't afford clothes um, Mm we get Mm -hmm. we get like a I want to say like 50 families I want to say we help them shop Uh, we give them Mm -hmm. a certain amount of money and we go help them shop for school clothes as well as winter clothes so that's like two times a year Um, that kind of thing I just think it's it feels so good to be a part of. So if my music can um, impact people that way too, um, I would be Mm -hmm. so grateful for that. Um, I feel like if I, if I was fortunate enough enough to be able to have like a really big impactful song, um, I would want it to be able to help Mm -hmm. others is all I'm trying to say.
0: (laughs) Yeah. because so. yeah, music does yeah. music does that. And let me tell you the power of music. Seventeen years ago when Cindy and I married, um, I always joked that she brainwashed me into all this music stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, because
0: because seventeen years ago I was one of these people that was brainwashed into this um whole self help audio movement. And Okay. I'm still I still like all that, don't get me wrong. I still because yeah. I, I wanted to be a public speaker and all that. So I was I was like I was one of them that, that actually believed that if you were in your car it should be an automobile university where if you weren't playing motivational slash business stuff, you weren't serious about your career. If you're playing music hmm. you were not serious about your career. And I married Sandy seventeen years ago. And she's one of these people that likes to <laughs> listen to music 24-7. And, and Sandy's like, uh uh-uh. so, <laughs> so it was really quick where we realized, you know, this has got to be a balance here. So we agreed right. to do like a 50-50 split, listen to 50% audios and 50% mm-hmm. um, music. And But again, if it weren't for – and see, now I'm, she's told me her story and all that of how music changed her life and saved her in high school and all that. So through the years, I've understood now. And now, it's like some song. I can listen to some songs, and I'm in tears. I mean, uh-huh. music moves you. And I, didn't, and it I does. didn't understand back then that music can actually move you more than a motivational speech, even though motivational right. speeches are good. Again, I don't mm-hmm. want to ever say that I'm against them now. I'm not. I still love all that stuff. Um, but... It's it's been – music has changed the way I think. Sandy's kind of helped that, of course. But music yeah. big time changed how I think and all that. And now, of course, I can't imagine doing anything else but this show. So go figure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah,
1: that's, that's amazing. Um, I just think music is so um, – it's a part of your soul, you know? Like
3: mm-hmm. if there's it a certain is. song yeah. that
1: someone wants you to listen to, you know, Um, they're like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is my soul written in a song. Can you listen to it? You know? (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: Exactly.
1: It's very important. And um, if you can connect to a certain song, like, that's just Mm -hmm. telling the whole world, like, hey, I felt this way before, or I've been through this, or, you know, I know somebody who's been through this. I can connect to this. Music is universal, right? Like, anyone can anyone can, you know, connect to a song. So um, that's my goal is to yeah. be able to give people connect to your audience. an outlet or people, you know, yeah, just making people happy or helping them get mm. through things in their life. Um, I just, mm-hmm. I know how much it's impacted me. So I want to do the same. So, so, um, I
0: mean, Let's say can you imagine you had going a, yeah, oh, you're without fine. music oh, all okay. fine. Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> having yeah, I can't imagine music and not having I mean cuz every day no matter what yeah, you're doing, so much day to day, every day. Yeah.
1: I mean, can you imagine not having it right now
3: through oh, this wow. whole
1: this whole pandemic, I guess is what they're calling it, like
3: right.
1: Like <laughs> wow, you know. I I know that's my way of like calming down and, like,
2: mm-hmm. you know, relaxing oh, yes. and, you know, not mm-hmm. trying to
1: think about certain things like that. Like, I just think it's a really important thing in life. I love music.
3: Yep. Yes. Here.
1: So if you had a friend and, let's
0: say, you heard them sing and you felt like, you know, they got they got a good tone, they sound pretty good, and they, there's something about them that's kind of special. And let's say that they've they've not played a whole lot yet. They've played maybe five or ten shows, but they've got that bug. And it's mm-hmm. like, they're like, I feel like I'm supposed to do this with my life. What advice would you give them um, that will help guide them for the next two, three, four years?
4: Hmm.
1: Um, I would say if it's in your heart to speak it. I think that when it comes to, Playing music or writing music or performing music um, it's really important to put out to the world how uh, you want people to feel right so mm-hmm. I just think it's um, music is very powerful you have if you have a gift when it comes to music you have the ability to um, help people cope through different things in their life or you know help them get through incredible times in their life you know i know i know some songs Mm -hmm. that i you know play on shuffle on my phone um through apple or whatever through spotify or (laughs) any of those um some a certain song just plays and i'm like oh my gosh summer of 2014 or you know like (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's, when yes. all. Yep. that's when I did this that's when I did that yep. I mean mm-hmm. you tie me- memories to music and it's like yep. nostalgic and you're like oh my gosh so what I would say is you know write a song or perform a song that you know you can really connect to so other people can connect to it too and although yep. you know this is going to be your career and your job um you know, there's a lot of education that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be Mm -hmm. um, ready for that. I think it's definitely Mm -hmm. a journey. Um, When you first start out, you really don't know. um, You don't really know what you're getting yourself into (laughs) until you're fully in it. And you're like, wow, like I did not expect that. Or, (laughs) um, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. So, yeah. Um, I would just say if you are if you really love music and if you're ready to dive, like take that leap of faith because it's worth it.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so we've got like three more questions and then we'll be out of here. Um, okay. So if – when you look back at your life right now, and this could be one of your songs or it could be a song of another artist, it doesn't matter who, and don't even have to be in country. Um, but if – Is there a song out there that when you hear it, you say, That's my life?
3: Ooh.
1: I don't think so. Um, Maybe (laughs) I should write it.
3: (laughs) There you go. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You know,
1: you mean sometimes you can really connect to certain parts of your life. Um, But I don't really think that there's a song out there right now that.
0: Well, there's your next hit.
1: Maybe you never know, right? <laughs>
3: um, yep.
1: Yeah, I, so mean, I I would definitely say in certain parts of my life there's yeah. been music. Um mm-hmm. there's a song called Fighter, Dina Aguilera, mm-hmm. and it's all about how um you know, somebody in your life is not uh you know, who you think they are or whatever yeah. like that and mm-hmm. you're going through a time in your life where you know, you have to be a fighter, and you have to, you know, fight for yourself. Um, I think sometimes in life, there's a sink or swim, there's certain parts of your life that um, can really impact you, and I know that Mm -hmm. that song um, really helped me get through certain things in my life. Um, I know every single person on the planet goes through, you know, Mm -hmm. hard times or good times, and, um mm-hmm. that song to me really helped me um you're not gonna that's like awesome. get me down or treat me badly um that kind of thing like i am a uh i'm a person <laughs> so i would just say fighter by christina aguilera i think that's a really empowerment song um, yeah. and that's why I said hey Lady Gaga you want to co-write with me a, a <laughs> empowerment song because um, I just know they're really it they really means a lot to me so
0: yeah and, and you know you talked about the people wearing the mask and all that you know that got me to think and <clears throat> I remember when we first started this show I asked a friend of mine from Nashville what advice would you give us as we move forward and he said – and it's funny because the way he said it, he said the only advice, stay authentic, and, and, he, and he went on to explain. He says – because he knows we look up to like Bobby Bones and Ty Bentley and stuff like yes. that. And, <laughs> and um, he said – and he ended up uh, – he says, look, he says you can tell every Bobby Bones joke or every Ty Bentley joke, and let's say that you pull it off. And let's say all of a sudden you create this fakeness around you, and people are flocking to you. He says the day is going to come. When authentic Chris is coming out, and yeah. when that day comes, you'll lo- you're going to lose every bit of your audience because they're right. attracted to fake Chris, not authentic Chris. And I'll never forget hmm, that good because point. and it, and that helps me when I see comments like this. you know we we interviewed a per- one one of the artists before um, I guess about a month ago, and I went to his thread and to see if anybody's made comments about the interview. And I seen someone comment on there and said, Oh that was a great interview but that host is Wendy and I had to ask Sandy what does that mean? <laughs> and and she of course <laughs> told me that long winded. And I was like, Oh, okay, I'm okay uh-huh. with that because that's that's my authentic self. <laughs> this is me.
3: This yep. is who I am. <laughs> right.
4: You
1: love to talk.
4: Exactly. Don't change who <clears> you are. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's
1: really important. I think um obviously there's parts of you or parts of your life that you want to improve on, but at the same time, you know, don't lose sight of who you are. Don't lose sight of your morals. Um, Mm. I think that's another reason why I really look up to Kelly and Carrie Underwood, um, Carrie Underwood and Kelly Clarkson, because, um, uh, you know, they are who they are. Um, They are unapologetic about it. Um, You know, they (laughs) – are so passionate, and their love of God is really prominent in yep. their to that too. And I just think that they're really good role models, um, not just for me, but for younger artists, too. Um, it's really nice to have, you know, really strong women, uh, like, also like Lady Gaga, you know? I just yeah. think... <laughs> I just think <laughs> these powerful women are so important to the music industry. We just industry. need to
0: get you to sit down with Lady Gaga. Hey, you know, <laughs>
1: yeah, We let's do it.
0: Gaga, We need to find a way to connect y'all.
3: You know. <laughs> so so um, Ron, if you're, Ron, if so you're listening,
0: so so, Ron, if you're listening, with, let's get her connected.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, but you know, I just I just think that um to be able to uh use their platform for good i think is yeah. really incredible so that's why i look yeah. up to all three of them so much and uh, and of course
0: we could go on and on and on all night long i could talk to you forever but we got the last question here <laughs> <coughs> and um <laughs> if um <laughs> is there a is there a question out there that you wish hosts like us would ask you but never do
1: Ooh. Wow. I mean you said some of some amazing questions. Um
0: Well see that we built our show around this question.
1: Yeah. Well all <laughs> the artists before that's me right. have done a very good job. Um wow. <laughs> um maybe just like what's next for you, maybe it would be a good question. Like
3: that's, that's but good. you've already
1: kind of said that anyway. <laughs> yep, <laughs> um, true. Like what's next to five the year the five years? Yeah.
3: <laughs> um,
1: I think you've you know done an incredible job. So I don't have well, we any. appreciate that. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. So it's it's self promotion time. Tell everybody how they can reach you.
1: Oh, okay. Um. Well, you can find me on many different social platforms. I'm on Facebook. Um, I have an artist page on Facebook, Um, Instagram, Twitter. I have my own website at www.jennifermalott.com Malott is spelled M-L-O-T-T kind of funny spelling Um, but if you (laughs) follow me anywhere else um, you'll get the spelling on that. (laughs) Um, I'm on YouTube. (laughs) Um, my music is on apple um, spotify um, tons of different music platforms Um, and you can just purchase my music as well on my website as well as some merchandise if you want a t-shirt a hat um, bracelets Uh, my new cd recently just came out until now Um, it literally came out a few days ago so (laughs) Um, that is on my website right now and if you purchase it, an album, um, I always like to throw in free little goodies like stickers, um, lanyards, magnets, things like that. So um, basically anywhere that you can you know follow people on social media, I'm on that platform so
0: <laughs> that is awesome And <clears throat> you know Thank we love having you on today. We did. Well, yeah.
1: And I wanted to say thank you. Um, thank you so much for you know, giving us indie artists the opportunity to, you know, show our passion and everybody to the world. So thank you. Well, we
0: this is a passion of ours. We really love doing what we do. Pinch ourselves at night that we get to do this. So. Oh
1: yes, we're so <laughs> excited. <Aww. laughs>
0: yes. Yes. We're just thank we're just so honored much. to have people like you on.
1: Aww, we are. You're so nice. And we look <laughs> forward to you know bringing what? you
0: back down the road as as you of have some course. updates and we can bring you back on.
1: And maybe your uh, what's your one year old's name? Caitlin. Caitlin? Maybe yes, she Caitlin. can ask me a question. Him and her <laughs> and Christopher, right? Yeah.
2: Right. Yes. yeah absolutely.
1: They. They're. You know, Christopher had a really awesome question. So. Gotta love all my food, but um, <laughs> you guys do an incredible job, and I, I love the family um base too. So I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for having me.
2: Oh, thank you well, so well, much for pleasure. your time and for being on our you show guys today. Are awesome. <laughs> thank you very much.
1: And we, look, oh, and we
0: will talk with you real soon. Yes.
3: Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to you right. later.
0: Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye.
0: Hey everyone! I hope you really enjoyed the show today. Um, indie artists really need your help with everything that's going on. You know, shows is where they usually make their money. That's gone. So go support her. Go go look her up on Facebook, Twitter, all that, and you know, see some merchandise you like. Go buy it. That helps her stay afloat through these tough times and all that. But tomorrow, again as always, we have another show. We have Carleen Carter coming on. So until then, we will see you tomorrow.